يقول الله سبحانه وتعالى يا ايها الذين امنوا لا تتخذوا اليهود والنصارى اولياء بعضهم اولياء بعض ومن يتوله منكم فانه منهم ان الله لا يهدي القوم الظالمين الله سبحانه وتعالى escorted us in the name of al iman and as we've mentioned many a times, whenever Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Ya ayyuhalladheena amanu, O you believe, Abdullah ibn Mas'ud radiallahu ta'ala anhu, he mentioned, Fa'ar'iha sam'ak. You should pay close attention to it with your ears. Because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is calling you in the name of Iman. And whatever Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is calling you to, Imma amrun tu'maru bihi. It's either an order an imperative order Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is ordering you with or prohibition that Allah ta'ala is prohibiting you from. And if it's an order from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for us to carry out that order, it's from the prerequisite or the condition of our iman, our faith in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Because Allah ta'ala says, Ya ayyuhalladheena amanu, or you will believe. If it's a prohibition to stay away from that prohibition, is from the prerequisite or the condition of faith in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So what order is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala calling us to? Or what is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala prohibiting us from? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Ya ayyuhalladheena amanu. All those of you who have iman, who have faith, la tattakhidhu al-yahooda wal-nasara awliya. Do not take the Jews and Christians as allies. Ba'duhum awliya'u ba'd. They are friends and allies of one another. Not taking them as friends and allies does not mean to oppress them. Does not mean to be unjust or be cruel to them or to terrorize them. Because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, لا ينهاكم الله عن الذين لم يقاتلوكم في الدين Allah does not prohibit you concerning those who do not fight you in your religion or expel you from your homes. To be good to them and to have al-qis taqsitu or to be just with them inna allaha yuhibbul muqsiteen but not taking them as friends and allies means not to copy them in their ways in things which are specific to them as the prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said man tashabbaha biqawmin whatever resembles a people in what is specific to them in their religion fahuwa minhum if from amongst them so al-wala'u allegiance to the believers in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala no matter where they're from no matter what their skin color may be no matter what their social standing may be to have loyalty and allegiance to the believers the Muslims is from Iman and bara'a disallegiance disloyalty from shirk disbelief in Allah associated partners with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and the people of shirk is from Iman that's what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala the first thing all the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam with after telling him qum fa'andir Call to the oneness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. What did Allah say after that? Abstain from the false idols and the people of falsehood. So loving and hating, loyalty, disloyalty for the sake of Allah is from Iman Allah Azza wa Jal. And from that loyalty for the sake of Allah, disloyalty for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, from his manifestations is, for example, when it comes to the days, the months, the year to go by the Islamic calendar. The ulama, they say this is from al-wala wal-bara. 
your loyalty to Allah is Rasul and the believers to go by the Islamic calendar. Those 12 months, we should all know them, and our children should know them. But unfortunately, those 12 months, you ask many of our children today, they know January, February, March, April, all of it, even from kindergarten. But when you ask them, the Islamic calendar, the months, which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentioned in the Quran, inna iddat inna iddat shuhur shahran. The amounts of months in the book of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala are 12. 12 months. Fi kitabillah. That Allah ta'ala has ordained. Minha arba'a hurum. From these 12, there are four that are hurum. They're sacred. Unfortunately, many people from the ummah today, they don't know these sacred months. Our children don't know these sacred months. So where is our loyalty and disloyalty for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? Arba'atul hurum. These are months that are sacred, that even the mushrikeen, in the time of the Prophet ﷺ, the kuffar, they used to revere and take these months seriously. Come upon on us now, after Maghrib or tomorrow, inshaAllah ta'ala, is the beginning of Muharram. Arba'a hurum. And the beginning of Muharram is not just the beginning of one of those sacred months, it's the beginning of what? The Islamic New Year which many of us and our children were unaware of. The Islamic New Year. We do not mention this so we could send WhatsApp messages to each other wishing each other Happy New Year, Happy Muharram because the Sahaba and the Prophet ﷺ did not do this. We did not mention this so that we could do acts of worship which has not been legislated or specified. We mentioned this not for that reason because any time, whether it's the last 10 days, the first 10 days of Dhul Hijjah, the month of Muharram, it is not permissible to do any acts of worship except with what? With delil, with proof. Because there's a principle, either خُصِّصَ الْيَوْمْ بِالْفَضَلْ لَا يَجُوزْ تَخْصِيصَ الْعِبَادَ فِيهِ إِلَّا بِالْدَلِيلِ Any day which is special, it is not permissible to say, I'm going to do this act of worship except you have a proof. The last 10 days or 10 nights of Ramadan, what do we do? We pray. Is there proof for this? There's proof for it. But if I say on the 27th or the last days of Ramadan, every year I'm going to go for Umrah. Is there proof for this? There's no proof for it. But if my Umrah happens to fall on that day, incidentally, it's fine. So this Muharram, what do we do? Is there evidence of acts of worship? Naam. From the things we're supposed to do in this Muharram is to increase in fasting. As the Prophet sallallahu said in Hadith in Bukhari, the best fast is the fast of Ramadan and after Ramadan, the fast of Muharram. And it to increase in voluntary prayers, nawafil. And this Islamic calendar is based or is called al-Hijri. The Hijri calendar. And why is it called al-Hijri? It's based upon the Hijrah, the migration of the Prophet So the Islamic calendar begins from the Hijrah, meaning the migration of the Prophet from Mecca to Medina. And how long ago was that? 1,441 years ago, insha'Allah ta'ala, when Muharram begins. It begins with the Hijrah, a significant occasion, the Hijrah of the Prophet sallallahu We should all know how long the Hijrah was, how long ago was the Prophet sallallahu migrated. Because this Hijrah of the Prophet sallallahu is what caused that paradigm shift, that major shift from us being Ummah to Da'wah, a people that called to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, we shifted and transformed from this to become what? Dawla to da'wah. A nation that called to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. 
There's a difference between a nation and a people. When we became a state that called to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, in Medina, the first Islamic state, the da'wah, the call of the Prophet spread to Jamir Jazeera al-Arab, Arab, all the Arabian Peninsula, and beyond the Arabian Peninsula, to every single part of the world because of the beginning of this hijrah. So due to this hijrah, we as us here today, the Nigerians of us, the Ghanaians of us, the Bangladeshi, Pakistani, Indians, Sri Lankans, Americans, British, by the fuddle of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, what started this was this hijrah. Because when we became a nation, they called to the deen of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. They protected those who entered the deen of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and fought against anyone who harmed those who entered the deen of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The beginning of what we see here today, with all our different nationalities, colors, it began with this hijrah. So how we should not know when the hijrah was? 1,441 years ago. This hijrah is very significant. We believe in the book of Allah and the sunnah of the Prophet sallallahu You could not understand, impossible to understand the book of Allah and the sciences of the Quran except by knowing what? The hijrah. Open the Quran. When you open the Quran, every single surah falls into one or two categories. Imma makiya or madaniya. Either Meccan surah or Medina surah. And the Meccan surah is any surah that was revealed before the what? Before the hijrah. And the Medina Surah is what was revealed after the Hijrah, the migration of the Prophet ﷺ to Medina. So the Hijrah is significant, but yet many of us don't know about the Hijrah. This Hijrah is significant because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, when it comes to the Muhajireen, the first of those who migrated, and the last of them on the Day of Judgment, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala describes them in three ways. The first way is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Describe him with praiseworthy attributes. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the second thing he did is to mention the rewards for them. And the last thing, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala warned al mukhalifin those who abstain from migrating for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. As for the first attributes, which are praises, Allah ta'ala, it describes this muhajirin. And these muhajirin, the first of them, were the companions of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam. By the fault of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, due to these muhajirin wal ansar, due to these people who migrated, and those who aided in the Medina, the deen has reached us today. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala describes them with sincerity. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, لِلْفُقَرَاءِ الْمُهَاجِرِينَ الَّذِينَ أُخْرِجُوا مِنْ دِيَارِهِمْ وَأَمْوَالِهِمْ يَبْتَغُونَ that these muhajireen, these people that left Mecca, that they were expo expelled from their homes and their wealth was taken from them. And the wealth we're talking about, or the assets we're talking about, it's not small assets. Abdurrahman bin Awf was from the richest, the companion of Prophet of people of Mecca. When he decided he's going to go and join the Prophet sallallahu alayhi Medina, the mushikeen knew how rich, knowing how rich he was. They said, you are so rich, if you take your wealth with you to Medina, it will change the economy of Medina. So if you want to go and join Muhammad and his companions, you leave your wealth behind. You give us everything. And he gave it all up for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He gave up everything for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Why? يَبْتَغُونَ فَضْلًا مِنَ They seeking reward from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the pleasure of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The second description Allah ta'ala described with, they gave Nusra. They gave, they aided the deen of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. 
Imagine these people, they've left us for Quran, impoverished. They've been expelled from their homes. Their houses have been taken. And upon reaching Medina, they had to fight wars. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, وَيَنْصُرُونَ اللَّهَ وَرَسُولَهُ They continued to aid Allah and His Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. So the first battle of between haqq wal batil, between truth and falsehood, shirk and tawheed, iman wal kufr, the battle of Badr, it was these muhajireen wal ansar. Another attribute what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala describes them with is they are sadiqoon. They are truthful. So truthful is not just lip service, it's your actions. In the end of the ayah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, Ulaika sadiqoon. These are the truthful ones. These, due to their actions, are the truthful ones. Because they left their wealth. And if you want to talk about wealth, look at the Sahabi radiallahu anhu, Mus'ab ibn Umayr. Mus'ab ibn Umayr, when he came to the youth of Mecca, was the best dress from the youth of Mecca. And when he said the best dress, he wore the most expensive of clothing. That if you go to this village over here, they have a section in there that is the, what they call, the top section. The most expensive part of Elijah. You hardly see anybody in there. The top, even the bathrooms in that section are different. That's why you see the Amanis and the Visachis. But Musab ibn Umayr, in his time, he was that person, wore the best of clothes. His mother was extremely rich. When he accepted Al-Islam, his mother cut off everything from him. He became so impoverished and so disheveled in his clothing that when the Sahaba, radiallahu anhum, when they used to see Mus'ab approaching them, they'll cover their face and start to cry due to the appearance of Mus'ab. But these people are the Sadiqun. He was the first ambassador of the deen of Allah, the first to make the Hijrah to Medina. And when they reached Medina, even in this state, they aided Allah and His Rasul. So they became from the Sadiqun. They came from the truthful ones. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, Min al rijal, Min al mu'mineen, Rijalun. From amongst the believers and men, they've been truthful to their covenant. They said this ayah in Surah Al-Imran revealed for because of who Mus'ab, that is from the truthful ones. Mus'ab ibn Umayr went to Medina. He fought with the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam. He fought in the battle of Uhud, and due to his height, he would be the one to hold up the flag of the Muslims. And in that battle of Uhud, they took off his right hand. He picked up the flag with his left hand. They cut off the left hand, he picked up the stumps of his arm and held that flag until he was killed, radiallahu anhu. And when they buried Mus'ab ibn Umayr, the clothes, due to the, pov the poverty of the, the believers and the height of Mus'ab, when they covered his face with the cloth, his foot would be exposed. When they covered his foot, his face would be exposed. They had to just cover his face and cover the rest of his foot with leaves. Sadaqoo, they were true for the comfort of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. From the Awsaf, the description of these people that made the hijrah is a sabr. As Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, Alladheena sabaru, those who are patient. And another attribute is a tawakkul. They put their trust in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Wa ala rabbihim yatawakkalun. And in their Lord Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, they put their trust. From the attributes of these muhajireen, likewise, is sacrifice for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. From the attributes of these muhajirun was ittiba'a al-rasul, to follow the Prophet sallallahu Not just at any time. Anybody could follow anyone at any time, but the times of difficulty. Fi sa'atil usur. In the time of the hardship, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, لَقَدْ تَابَ اللَّهِ عَلَى النَّبِي وَالْمُهَاجِرِينَ وَالْأَنصَارِ Indeed, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, 
accepted the repentance of the Prophet, the Muhajirin, those who migrated, Wal Ansar, and the people of the Medina. Those who followed him in times of difficulty. Example of this difficulty, Qatar, he said this verse was revealed concerning the Ghazwa to Tabuk. They had to walk from Jazeera to Arab all the way to Asham, what we know as Syria today. They didn't have much provisions with them. Two men will share one date. Two men will share the seed of a date. They'll keep sucking on the date, drink some water, give the seed of the date to his brother and suck on it. All the way from Jazeera to Arab to Asham. We should know these Muhajireen, these people that migrated for the deen to reach us today. And we should follow the examples of these Muhajireen. Because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has made them the blueprint, the sabq of iman the forerunners. As Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, that was sabiqoon al-awwaloon min al-muhajireen al-wal-ansar wal-ladheena attaba'uuhum bi-ihsan radiyallahu anhum wa radu'an that these are the forerunners. Who are the forerunners? The muhajireen wal-ansar and whoever follows them. So they're supposed to be the blueprint for us. They're supposed to be the examples for us. Which is what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says. Whoever opposes Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. After the guidance as we make clear to him. But is it only to oppose the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam? No. And he follows other than the path of the believers. The believers in this ayah is who? The companions of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Al-muhajireen wal-ansar. وأقول قولي هذا وأستغفر الله لي ولكم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على رسول الله The first attributes are attributes of praise The second attributes are the rewards for these people that make hijrah And if these companions, the sahaba, are the blueprint for us Our example, those of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam say عليكم بسنتي Hold on to my sunnah وَالسُنَّةَ الْخُلَفَاءَ الرَّاشِدِينَ الْمَهْدِيِينَ And the sunnah of my companions we should follow the Quran and Sunnah according to what? Their understanding and their what? Their practice. So these people, they migrated. They made the Hijrah. But in our time today, 2019, is Hijrah over? What about 2020? 2020, is Hijrah over? The Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said, لا تنقطع الهجرة حتى تنقطع التوبة. The Hijrah, the migration will never ever cease until Tawbah ceases until making repentance completely ceases. And when we're making repentance ceases, until the sun rises from the west. One of the major signs of Yom Qiyamah, Day of Judgment. So the hijrah never ceases. There's no such thing as we hear from the Muslims. Some of the Muslims are there, you know, things are different now. Things are different now. It's not possible now. It is not practical now. Because there's many types of hijrah. There's hijrah from a land of evil to a land of what? Lesser evil. It doesn't mean there's no evil in that land. There's hijrah from a land of bid'ah to a land of what? Lesser bid'ah. So you're going from worse to what? To better. You're not going from worse to perfect. Any Muslim country you go to, because people say, well, they're not Islamic countries. They're not, but they're still Muslim countries. They are still Muslim countries. Salaamu alaykum, alaykum salam. Go ahead, adhan. It is better. But the problem with us, subhanahu wa ta'ala, is a dunya, the world. Because when it comes to worldly matters, if you have a choice of two cars, one is better and the other one is worse, what are you going to go for? You say, you know what, I'm going to go for the car that's worse. Because even the one that's better has got some faults. 
people think you're out of your mind. But nowadays, when you speak about Muslim countries, you say even in Muslim countries you find this, you find that, you find this. But where it's worse, they'd rather stay there. And many of us, especially those coming from the West, we're losing our children to this society. In terms of their iman, in terms of morality, lewdness, our children are being forced in school to learn lewd, disgusting sexual education. Some of our children, we're losing them to the roads, to gangsterism. How many Muslim children I have buried, janazas I've gone to, been stabbed to death, been shot in their faces? Not because they're necessarily involved in gang. That's the reality of that society. But yet we make excuses for ourselves. If these are the blueprint, it's upon us to seek and make an effort to seek a place which is better for us and our children. Because that hijrah is connected to our iman and our ibad, our worship. Which is why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Ya ibadi alladheena amanu inna ardi wasi'a. Oh my servant, those who believe, my earth is vast. So we could earn the rewards of those sahaba. And part of the rewards of the muhajirun, those who migrate for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, they are from the faizun. As Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Alladheena aman wa hajar wa jahadu fi sabilillah bi amwali wa anfusihim a'adhamu darajatan indallah wa ulaika humul faizun. Those who believe, they migrate for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And they fight for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala with their wealth and their selves. They are of a higher level of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And they will be the successful ones. They will be the successful ones. As parents who come from none than other Western countries, even if you have Western nationalities, take your children back home. Let them learn mannerism. Let them be in an Islamic environment. Many of us will not be here today if our parents didn't do such a thing. Also, from the reward for them is there be people that will be described with Iman. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, وَالَّذِينَ آمَنُوا وَهَاجَرُوا وَجَاهَدُوا فِي سَبِيلِ اللَّهِ وَالَّذِينَ آوَوا وَنَصَرُوا أُولَٰئِكَ أُمُّهُمُ الْمُؤْمِنُونَ حَقَّى Those people that made a hijrah, they fought in the path of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, they gave shelter and they aided, أُولَٰئِكَ أُمُّ الْمُؤْمِنُونَ حَقَّى These are the true believers. From the rewards for them is سَعَى فِي الرِّزْقِ Allah will give them much provision. Allah Ta'ala says, وَمَنْ يُهَاجِرْ فِي سَبِيلِ اللَّهِ يَجِرْ فِي الْأَرْضِ مُرَاغَمًا كَثِيرًا وَسَعًا Whoever leaves and makes hijrah for the sake of Allah Subh'anaHu Wa Ta'ala will find much provision on the face of the earth and much vastness. Don't worry about your risk. عَلَى اللَّهِ الرِّزْقِ The risk is upon Allah Subh'anaHu Wa Ta'ala, your provisions. From the rewards for these people that make the hijrah is that Allah Subh'anaHu Wa Ta'ala has promised to expiate their sins, expiations of sins, as Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in the Quran, that Those who that those who make hijr on the path of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, those who fight and they fight and they kill, they make hijr on the path of Allah azza wa jal, Allah will expiate their sins and enter them into Jannah. What is better reward than Jannah? From the reward of those who make hijrah for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is that we mention a risk. We mention risk. Provisions. All this goes back to what? Your intention. The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, إِنَّمَا الْأَعْمَالُ بِالنِّيَاتِ Actions are by intention. For man kanat hijratuhu, whoever's hijrah for Allah and Rasul and his messenger is hijrah, is migration for Allah and his messenger. Whoever's hijrah for dunya, a woman, is for a woman. 
All this goes back to intention. Always have that intention. For those of us, many of us came here, alhamdulillah, to make a living, to work as expat, but have an intention likewise to be better in your deen. And intention and truthfulness, we said it's not just what? Lip service. These Sahaba, when they went to Mecca or Medina, they like, we reach Medina, we've done the hijras all over. They continue to aid the deen of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We could not be here in a Muslim country like Qatar saying, you know what, we've reached, it's all over. Because this place, even if you're in Mecca, in the Haram, it doesn't purify you. Your actions are what purifies you. So, we continue to aid the deen of Allah. You should participate all of Islamic activities. Just being in a Muslim country does not make you holy. We should push our children towards Islamic activities. Because the dunya now, Qariya Sahira, a small village. The internet is there, the TV is there. If you don't get your children involved in Islamic activity, even if you're in the Haram, in the belly of the Kaaba, there's no difference. Because you're not engaging them in Islamic activities. So we can make that intention. It should be in our actions to go to Islamic study circles. Put our children in Islamic study circles. That even if our iqama expires, they send us back to where we come from. The fact you have the intention, you'll be rewarded as such. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, concerning the sahabi radiallahu an, we wanted to make the hijrah to the Prophet sallallahu And along the path, he passed away. He didn't make it to Medina. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala revealed, Concerning him, that وَمَنْ يَخْرُجْ مِنْ بَيْتِهِمْ مُهَاجِرًا إِلَى اللَّهِ وَرَسُولِهِ ثُمَّ يُدْرِكُ الْمَوْتِ فَقَدْ وَكَعَ عَجْرُهُ عَلَى اللَّهِ Whoever leaves his home, England, America, Canada, Sri Lanka, to go to Allah and his Rasul, to practice your deen better, and death overtakes you along the path. You even just got to the airport, Heathrow. That's all you made it to. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, it's reward is upon Allah. This Sahabi that never made it to Medina, the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, he took out his hand. Because the Sahabi, when they go to Medina, they gave the bay'ah, Pledge of Allegiance. The Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam took out his hand. He said, this is my hand, and this is the hand of that Sahabi. So he earned the reward of the hijrah. It's like he gave bay'ah, Pledge of Allegiance to the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. So upon us, have that intention to be in the land of the Muslims. Do not let, don't let shaitan deceive you. It is better to be in a Muslim part. You could practice your deen. To follow the example of the Sahaba radiallahu ta'ala anhum. And he's saying that there's nowhere perfect. And if we cannot do that at least, remember the Sahaba. Remember the Hijri dates. That when you get home, take away from this khutbah. Teach your children. Take a day or two. The Islamic calendar. Teach them the beginning of the Islamic year. Teach them these four months that sins in them are very bad. Arba'atun hurum. Repeat Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Makes us of those yastami'una qawlan wa yattabi'una ahsana. We pray Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala makes us of those who have wala'u, who have loyalty to Allah is Rasul and the believers. In our hearts, in our tongue, and in our actions. That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala makes us of those who have bara'a, disallegency from acts of kufr, shirk, and the people of shirk and kufr. In our behavior, in our clothing, even in our hairstyle. There's certain type of hairstyles which is specific to the non-Muslims. Wearing a suit and tie doesn't make you dress like the non-Muslim. Muslims wear it, non-Muslims wear it. But there's certain type of clothing, certain types of walk, certain types of behavior that we that open up our children while we're in the Muslim country, let them go to the cinema. What do you think they're showing in the cinema? What do you think is happening in the cinema? What do you think that's going to encourage you in the cinema? So when I see Muslim parents that trying to practice, and you send your children to a cinema, to a cinema, to a cinema, you're putting them in the company of those people. 
Repeat Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala again, make sure those who hear a word and follow the best of it. Rabbana atina fi dunya hasana wa fil akhirati hasanatan wa qina adab al-nar.